Welcome to the Solo Venture Podcast, wherever you're listening to or watching this. If you could do us a huge favor and hit that subscribe or follow button, we'll work tirelessly to make the show better and expand production as we want to share the best info and best experiences to inspire your journey to solopreneurship. That is the only favor we'll ever ask of you. Thanks for your time. Now back to the show. Yeah, I know. I'm like, uh, I got this new, uh, you know, the camera didn't cost, the phone didn't cost me anything because I have one of those phone plans where I, every two years I just keep paying. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it's free, but it's not that big of a deal. It's not like I paid $1,500 for the thing, but I'm like looking at it now. I'm like, oh man, maybe I need to get one of those iPhone fours so you can't see like all the shit in my fucking hairline and everything else. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. So if you're watching on YouTube, we should be in glorious high definition right now. So you can That's see right. every imperfection in Leonai's faces. That's right. We've uh, we've switched platforms, which hopefully won't make a, a difference on the end user on, or on the, the end viewer. I think when we go to publish, I think that the way the cameras switch are a, a little bit different, but who cares? Uh, it's a little bit easier on this end. And we've got uh, new, got this thing here. Check it out. It's like, it's not, it's not plugged in because I don't know how to use it, but. <laughs> what is, like, have you tried it? No, you didn't. No, there's a, there's an entire, I'll see if I can hold this up for the camera. There's an entire mixing board here too with all these controls. I, I don't have any idea how any of this works. I mean, it would be cool to learn, but the thing is like um, like we were saying to Hero when we were talking about having her on, it's like like this, as of six months ago, the technology is like that, like the AI and just, you know, just technology getting better like it usually does without AI. I mean, there's so much now that you don't need. All this stuff's kind of obsolete. I mean... I hate to say it for people who spent thousands of dollars on mixing boards, but I, I really think that we do okay with our, I mean, could it be better? Sure. But we do pretty good with our audio and our video, just using what we've, what we had. We've had some pretty good feedback on our, on our audio, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think, I think when you could see us, it's different. And then when it goes to the, um, when it goes to the audio version, you know, uh, it goes through a separate process. So anyway, I don't know. I'm excited about the new platform we're using. We're using Riverside in case they ever want to sponsor us. <laughs> Riverside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't know. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we haven't. We haven't recorded. Uh, yeah, sorry, out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I still I still have them uh, just because I, I paid through the end of the month. I'll get our stuff off of there. Uh, but they just don't do they don't do editing. So like I was telling you, it's like. Record on StreamYard, download to this computer, upload yeah. to Premiere Pro. When anybody who's used Premiere Pro, I look, Adobe's great, but anybody who's used Premiere Pro or anything Adobe knows that it's not like you just open it up and it's easy to use. There's just like sure. all these little controls. So there's that. It's and, the yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, look, you know, and, and professionals, we are not, you know. So, I mean, I, we're middle of the road. I think we do pretty well with what we have. But we're not adding like, you know, we're not producing the the cable news shows or, or any john wick movies here or anything like that so i don't think we need to go to that uh i don't think we've done just a regular show or regular recording in a while we've had a, st- a series of great guests that we're we're getting to we're getting ready to push out uh francis being one of them and then a couple of others and then we've got a packed schedule this month so that'll be exciting you know it's just a, a, a series of guests in different different categories different niches different experiences uh different different uh i hate i hate the word journey because i use it every day with the writing but different parts of their journey yeah francis is is big francis is big um i mean i know there's a lot of tnc listeners on here um probably yeah. 26 of our 27 subscribers <laughs> probably. um 
Probably. But that's so Francis runs that group of people learning copywriting. And Francis's own story is quite spectacular. Um, I won't spoil too much of it now, but really, really interesting episode. Hell of a journey, as you say. Uh, and also Ben's journey is also um, a big one. Um, lots of trials and tribulations, low points to now killing it, uh, which is really awesome to see. Um, and yeah, I mean, we've got some, yeah, we've got some big guests coming up in the next yeah. couple of months. So really, really excited to get those on as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering what we've done so far, we've, we've surpassed, I think this will actually be episode 21 or something like that, which, uh, apparently not many people make it to. The thoughts never, the thought actually never has crossed our minds to not keep going. Uh, even if it's foolish, it's just never even, it was never even a thing. Like we never had like a milestone in mind, but we heard recently uh, that uh, that's like a big deal. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, uh, it's surprisingly I amount to of, someone today. Yeah. Sorry. Go oh, did you? Yeah. What, what about what, about the podcasting? They, they want to start a podcast. Um, so I'm going to give them some tips and advice, but, um, yeah. It's really cool when you hear someone say they want to start one. Um, in fact, I have a friend in London who's who's been wanting to start one for a while as well, um, and I and I know they will do it. Um, we're very lucky to be able to have the time to to do it um, from our jobs, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, when they're here, like today, hearing someone say they want to start it, awesome. Because honestly, it's fucking. There's so much potential in the space. As in, if you think of all the possible niches there are, like. There's hardly any podcast. Like, there's actually so few, um, and probably because of that reason, most people just give up um, after yeah. the first six. Is it? And then after that, most people don't get past twenty. Yeah, I, th I think that like the rule is like three, six, and then twenty. And uh, you know, aside from like we we thoroughly enjoy, and we're not just saying this for the benefit of the cameras, but we really actually enjoy doing this. Like after we do this today, I'm going to have energy for the rest of the day. I'm going to feel like we accomplished something, even if we didn't talk about anything important. Uh, but like we mentioned in the beginning, it's like, even if, even if worst case, like this show doesn't help anybody, doesn't reach a lot of people, which I don't think we're on that trajectory, but if it didn't, it's a good, um, I think we use the term video portfolio for like getting more clients or just building our own businesses or brands down the road. Uh, if somebody was like, hey, you know, why should I hire you to do X, Y, and Z? Like, well, um, you know, just so you know what, a little bit about me, my personality, and kind of some of the things that we've done. Here's an example. Here's an entire YouTube channel full of me talking about you name it. So it's, look, there's there's no downside other than the potential for negative attention down the road. But hey, you know, it's like Hormozy says, like, if you could start all over uh, with all like some of the public drama and like some people DMing, you know, like some of the trolls, he, uh, if you could start all over again, would you be famous or whatever? And he's like, it was totally worth it. Like having the getting to be able to reach people, help people earning the income is totally worth having just a few idiots chime in every now and again. And we're not to that point yet, but I, I think you see where I'm going with this. I think there's just no harm. It. Just give it a shot, you know, and it's, it's not that hard to do. I mean, like we mentioned at the beginning, we're I mean, I'm sitting in this fancy room, but this thing's not plugged in. Uh, we've got a couple computers, and we're using our phones. And a uh, and shout out to Riverside again for for this awesome technology. So, man, it's fucking great. I think it leads nicely into the mission behind Solo Venture, and it's something that we always had a direction in mind, and we haven't really made it concrete until quite recently. And in its simplicity, and we might come up with a better way of saying this, but we want to help people do what they want when they want. That's it. Um, 
most of the people are going to be freelancers, but there'll be people running their own businesses as well. Um, and um, we are lucky enough to be able to, to a certain degree, be able to do what we want when we want. And it's a privilege. Um, however, a lot of people are able to get there with the right tools and advice and guidance. And it's a space for people not only to like hear our stuff and learn from us just from listening to the podcast or watching us on YouTube, it's also the space, like you say, for people to come on and have a bit of a video portfolio. So like if you are someone growing your own business, you're freelancing and you're able to come on a podcast like this, talk about what you do in more detail, like that's a really, really nice piece of collateral or whatever you want to call it that you can use in your communications with clients uh, like hey you, you know i've just been on a podcast even your existing clients hey i just went on a podcast to talk about this you might be interested uh because i covered x y and z topics and we love the fact that we can create that space for people and we're essentially saying hey come on we're going to ask you certain questions and we like to allow people the opportunity to dictate some of the angles that we go down um, so it's one of the questions we ask before people come on is kind of what are some of the angles you'd like us to cover? So they feel like the end product, which is essentially something that, you know, Lee is editing and creating into this nice little um, package with a bow tie on top. You can kind of give that person and they can, they can use it in their day-to-day -day business. So that's really cool as well as the people that are just listening and getting the value from it. Sure. Yeah. And it's nice too, like different, different levels. We've had everything from, you know, Francis to, you know, some people that we're planning on having on that have made it very, very far, but there are different stages. You know, uh, one of them I work with now, uh, James, I'll, I'll shout him out again. Uh, but he's, he's, he's kind of where we were like a year ago, which is really nice. It's nice to hear from those people too. And I think one of the advantages that we have is that we're, we're not that far ahead of anybody else. If, if even at all, you know, we're still working day jobs. We're still prospecting for clients. Uh, we're still fitting this. I mean, it's Saturday right now. We're recording this. We're still fitting it. In. So it's not like we have all the answers, um, but it's nice. I think that we're not, we're not so far removed uh, from, from everybody. Like we're, I know it's kind of cliche, but we've said like uh, six months ago when we first started this whole thing, like we're, we're kind of teaching and helping from a few steps ahead. Like we're not, 10 years down the road like we're literally after this i have to go finish a video sales letter for somebody and then uh walk around a farmer's market with my girlfriend that i prefer not to do but hopefully she doesn't i'd rather go to the pub but you know like we're just living normal lives and we're working you know and uh we're hoping to have people on the show that are kind of at all those different stages like some some are just like thinking i want to be a freelancer and have some freedom you know maybe and, and again it doesn't have to be I want to travel the world and do all these crazy things and like, you know, take selfies in Bali with fucking elephants and everything else. It doesn't have to be all that. I don't know. Elephants in Bali. Maybe it's elephants in, in sure, uh, yeah. Thailand. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be all that. Maybe, maybe you're just manatees. working a job. It's manatees. There's manatees where I'm at right now. Hence the <laughs> shirt here. They're right yeah, down so the street. Come on. You've got to explain that shirt. Well, I, I uh, this is a, okay. This is a good story. So when I, <laughs> I was like, God, I knew this was going to come out eventually. I mean, you're wearing moved, the shirt. What does he expect me to do? Just ignore yeah, it Yeah, well, time. I've got that. I've got, I've got this. Uh, I've got my computer cover here. Yeah, so, you, need yeah. To, you need to go into this, man. Yeah. So uh, in like 2008, I moved to Key West, um, which sounds awesome, but I was working for the government at the time, and I was making what I thought was decent money, and it was compared to, whoa, whoa, to whoa. most of it. I've, yeah. I've never been to the U.S., 
probably a lot of yeah. people in here haven't been. What is Key West? Where is it? So Key, Key West is is a uh, it's it's part of Florida. It's an island. Uh, it's the southernmost part of the U.S. It's 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 essentially a tropical island. Like I've said before, we're we're fortunate over here that we've got deserts, mountains, forests, and then Florida, where I'm at now, it's kind of more of a tropical. I don't know what else to compare it to other than like, for example, like Bali. When we were there, totally different vibe. I, but Bali's awesome. But it's the same, same feel, same weather, same temperature, same trees, you know, palm trees and all that shit. Uh, there so are he, elephants in Bali, by the way. I just checked. Are there? Okay, good. Because I, I saw elephants in Kuala, in Malaysian Kuala Lumpur, and I was like, shit, I hope there's elephants in Bali too. <laughs> They've got to be there somewhere. <laughs> there's <laughs> monkeys and stuff. But, but yeah, so I moved, to, I moved to Key West, which is our, our tropical island or whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, I, I'm pro- I promise I'm going somewhere with the manatees here. And uh, I was 28 at the time. I was uh, even far more immature than I am now. So I, uh, I bought a stuffed manatee, uh, like a little toy, at a uh, bar. While I was drunk one night, I went into the gift shop. And I'm like, I'll take that thing. And I went back and I put it in my apartment. And uh, every now and again, when I would uh, you know, have friends over or, or female tourists, I'm going to get myself in trouble again. <laughs> like, a, but I would have sleep. We'd have sleepovers whenever sleepovers. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. We have to cut this out. So yeah. So then, but it, but the, <laughs> the the consensus was like, oh my god, that's so cute. Manatees are so cute. Do you like these things? And I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm I just kind of drunk when I bought that thing. So then it turned into like, okay, I'm onto something here. So then I started buying more man- manatee <laughs> artwork. You onto something from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on. I figured it out, right? I figured out. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need to buy these women drinks. I can just have manatees everywhere. So I, I bought. I, I bought all these like manatee I mean, artwork. Is cute, but I'm not going to lie. If they come back and they see a hundred manatees yeah. in the living room, yeah, I think they're leaving. Yeah, they have to do a Netflix special about this guy. He's like murdering people. <laughs> but I bought like oh, all these. I bought like all these like manatee things and then you can go online and you can adopt them. You can go to uh save the manatee club dot or it's real. Oh, you can yeah. go there and you can you can buy go like on, how they many send you how the, many of you adopted? A lot. Uh a lot. They 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 send you they send you <laughs> I mean you you don't get them, you don't take them home. They they're not in your bathtub or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You know, yeah, yeah. So but they send you the certificate and then you can frame it and put it on the wall. So I'm like, this is great. So I had those things on my in my apartment, I had those things in my cubicle down in my office. And so it started off as a joke. And then a couple of years later, um, I ended up going, there's a festival here in Florida, not too far from, and Florida is a, a big state. So it takes like, if you were yeah. to drive from Key West to the next state, which is Georgia, it's, I think it's like a 12 hour drive. It's far, you know, uh, maybe farther. Uh, but anyway, so there's a festival here, not too far from where I'm at at Lakeland right now uh, in Crystal River called the Manatee Festival. And this is from the 35th annual one a couple of years back. So I, so what started as a stupid bar joke in key west fucking 20 years later i'm spending money and going to this festival and i'm like i'm like all involved with it now and i'm like you know making plans and booking rooms and everything else so anyway i I try to go i think i've been like seven times and uh every time i go i buy a shirt so anyway it's it's not just a unfortunately that's a long stupid story instead of like i I saw this somewhere and i bought it it uh, it's it's about a 15 year arc of uh being a drunk your story yeah, yeah, but I try to go. So when you when you when you go to this festival, how how did other people get into it? Because I assume they weren't all drunk and bought a soft toy. I, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's wrong with those people. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know because because people get into it. There's like a, I, I'll pull the pictures up one of these days. There are people like in full costume, like wow. wearing this like big cosplay. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Not that extreme, but yeah, they have that on, and and there's like live music. Um, this little town, Crystal River, only has like one pub, but they they have the streets all blocked off, barricaded with uh, like beer tents and beer gardens and everything else, and people love that shit. Now it's an it's an arts and crafts festival, so they're selling like other things other than manatee stuff, but it's mostly manatee. It's huge. It's huge, or at least it was. Um, you, we're going to cut what I'm about to say because not because it's like bad or anything, but because yeah. I don't think we want to reveal this, but dude, why, why don't you, you talk about writing in a niche? Like, why don't you make a manatee, manatee newsletter? Yeah. Dude, like yeah. who's doing that? Like apply your email marketing knowledge to a newsletter about manatees. Yeah. You could kill it. So we could, we can actually keep this in because, um, <laughs> along, along those lines, sure. like when I was, I forget, I was in Vietnam or somewhere, you know, it's funny when you travel so much now, it's like, you, we remember things of where we were at the time. So now, now I know like what month it was like six months ago, we were in Vietnam. Um, there is a, uh, an RV park, you know, like those motorhome sprinter van type things that people travel around in. Uh, I'm assuming yeah. they call them RVs over there. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's yeah, an yeah. RV park in crystal river where this festival is and they needed a um an email copywriter uh to send out a newsletter for them and i reached out and i, I even told them like they, they didn't want very much they, their, their fee was super low meaning they weren't going to pay me much and i was like i'll fucking do it i don't care i need this this is, this is me this is my <laughs> i didn't get it i didn't get didn't it get i sent them all i probably creeped them out because i sent them all these things i'm like <laughs> look at here's me at the festival for 10 years in a row and everything else uh, but it's funny you say that though, because that's that's not a bad idea. Maybe maybe somebody needs to needs to look into this. Yeah, because they yeah, just had. I um... think if you set up a blog and <laughs> optimize it for every single search around manatees, <laughs> and then make a newsletter, and then monetize the newsletter. Yeah, well, I do own I do own a couple domains. I think from uh, from my of course you do. This is a good thing to, yeah, this is a, actually, a, uh, you know, this, this episode is going to be all over the place, but, uh, now that we're, <laughs> it's jog, it's jogging memories too. We were talking about, well, cause we will have a newsletter, uh, our own newsletter coming out soon. That'll be a promise. We, we we're not going to kill you with a bunch of stuff. It'll be nice to the point, you know, all, our, our thoughts and things that we're going through, uh, you know, in the present. Uh, but, uh, I, last year I thought I was going to be cool and write two newsletters at the same time, uh, which lasted. I don't know, a month, I think. Uh, but anyway, because of that, I do own like manatee.today or something like that. I own a bunch of, a bunch of stuff like that. Dude, I think there's, uh, there's a bit of potential there because it's so niche <laughs> and there's obviously yeah. demand for it. That's It's yeah, a good point to bring up. <laughs> it's good to, yeah. I mean, you're wearing a t-shirt for God's sake, so there's definitely demand. Um, yeah, expensive too. <laughs> it's a good point to bring up, actually. If you are someone with expertise in any area, there's an opportunity for you to monetize it via a newsletter. And I mean, you're going to need a landing page or a website. A website's ideally better because you have more space to kind of convince people to join and demonstrate your expertise to a degree for free um, before someone joins your newsletter. But essentially, we're both email marketers. And the reason we're email marketers, actually, not the reason we're email marketers, but the reason email marketing is so big right now and has been kind of making a comeback is you essentially have direct contact with your customer mm-hmm. or your reader. And that's makes it a lot easier to sell versus ads 
which are kind of like throwing a bit of cash out to a, an area, um, you're actually contacting someone directly via their email, obviously. So yeah. brands love it because they have a great connection with their customers. Um, it's also people are, it's, it's consensual. So like people are actually saying, Hey, I actually want to receive your marketing. Um, mm. so people have generally more intent around any communications they receive. They're probably more likely to act on it in the first place, uh, rather than being bombarded and, and annoyed with ads. But that's kind of like brand level. But if you're just someone that has an in, even just an interest, maybe you're not even necessarily an expert, you could use things like social media or blogging to acquire readers, people interested in what you're also interested in slash your added personality. So if it's like a YouTube channel, like someone, let's say you love manatees and you set up a YouTube channel about mm -hmm. manatees, you will acquire people that are also interested in it and actually like listening to you talk about manatees. And then you would drive them to a newsletter where you can give more value or more insight, um, just something extra um, via the newsletter. Then if you were to make any kind of product, so if you were to make manatee t-shirts um, or a manatee ebook, um, et cetera, et cetera, mm. you could then promote that, any of those products via your newsletter. So it's a no, the, it's a big opportunity if you have a skill set like that yeah and it, it, it and it's like i think that i don't do a lot of email marketing now um i, I didn't it's been a long time but it, it's like the basis for everything that we do uh first of all everybody has an email address like what does tim ferris say like everybody over the age of 12 has an email yeah. address not everybody has every social media platform but everybody at least has one email address so you can at least reach people that way and the, the growth is slow like we'll have We'll have some people on soon. Probably Rachel. Uh, I'll have Rachel Pilcher on soon, and she's she's done this several times. She started newsletters from zero. She's had like nobody subscribe and then built them up again. So there's a process there. It takes a little bit of patience, but yeah, I mean, worst case for a while, you're just writing emails and they're only going to a few people. Uh, it's it's practice. It never hurts to practice writing emails, and you're getting you're getting content out there that you could go back and repurpose later. Also, but yeah, that, I think email marketing, uh, that's kind of how I learned to do everything else or email writing, because if you can write a, an email, long or short form, you can almost write any other type of copy because everything else I do, whether it's a landing page or ads or whatever, the, the email is the hardest part, like telling a story and writing out something for somebody. If you can do that, then most other forms of copywriting, albeit a little different in each category is, is I think it's easier. I think the email writing is the hardest thing to start off with. I think, uh, are, you, are you muted? I can't tell. Fuck. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was no. like, I hope, the, I hope we didn't drop audio. You uh, could like, have I was screwed like, me over. You could just be like, let's just sit here like, yeah. I don't know. I don't even remember where we were. We're talking about email marketing and how everybody's got an address. Yeah. One of the things people hesitate with is they're like, fuck, I, I, I'd have to build an email list of like hundreds of thousands of people to like m make any money from it. And mm. it doesn't actually have to be like that. You don't need th even thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Like there's a, an essay written by Kevin Kelly several years ago, which talks about 1000 true fans and the essence of the article or essay is you need far fewer fans, um, than you think to for example, make some good income out of the newsletter because we are talking about turning a passion or expertise into a level of income. So you can help people through a very easy format 
and also monetize that list um, so you can generate income from it um, to support your business. So you don't need so many people. You just need a few amount of people that are the right kind of people. It's quality over quantity. And that should help people take the leap because you're not trying to, yeah, you're not, you're not going after some ungodly amount of people to join the list. Yeah. It's like we were talking in the beginning about the podcasting thing. Like we're, we're not delusional. We knew that uh, we could, we could have, we could still be at one or two followers now or one or two, you know, like we've had like, like, I think we hit like a thousand something view, whatever. Like we're, we're hitting the metrics. Of course we'd, we'd like to grow faster because who wouldn't, but we actually, you know, yeah, it was a while ago, like a thousand oh. views. Uh, yeah. Oh, and cool. I can't remember the hours. Yeah. Yeah. So the metrics and, and that's, we probably should do a better job of checking the metrics, but that just, that just goes to show you we're having so much fun doing this that even though we want growth and we want to do all these things, it's not something that keeps me up at night. Like I don't wake up every morning and like check the dashboard or anything because it's, it's just not worth it. Uh, but yeah, like anything you do starting off, it's tough. Like just getting those first few out there, whether it's emails or videos or whatever, and it, it comes around like nobody starts unless. <laughs> Unless you're already an influencer, you've got a million followers, but, you know, I don't know. It's it's not so bad. It's not so so bad starting from zero. Just got to keep plugging along and you're going to hit those days where you're like, why am I doing this? Is anybody reading this? Uh, and that's that's natural, you know, just like make it a point to get a routine and get it out there. Yeah. I think Alex Formosi, um drills his home quite well. So what would you be willing to do for 10 years, even if it didn't even make you any money? You know, as in like, if you enjoy it that much, um, then go for it. And I think we're pretty happy to even sit here for five years. And if something, it never takes off um, from a revenue perspective, like actually we just enjoy jumping on. Um, and that's yeah great because that's one example of being us being able to do what we want when we want to do it. Yeah. When I'm, uh, when I'm like super old, I can at least watch myself. <laughs> <laughs> even if this doesn't get anywhere i'm like ah what did i used to look like back when uh i was eating uh <laughs> two cookies every day from the bakery next door so yeah I don't know oh, that, what uh, kind of cookies uh chocolate chip they got they're everywhere here we got so much yeah, junk food here although we do have those new drugs coming out now everybody's losing weight with them those zempic and everything really? else uh, yeah like, uh, yeah yeah, you know, I think I think it's a, I think it might still be in syringe in shot form, but it's it's, really? it's all the news over here. But yeah, there's so much going on. It gets buried a lot, obviously, with uh, all the unfortunate stuff happening over in Israel. So, but it was a big story last week with uh, our diet stuff because you know because we can't exercise. God forbid, fucking Americans, <laughs> work, Americans can't work out. You know, like, <laughs> but if you give us a pill, I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'll take that. <laughs> you know, but the yeah. food isn't the isn't the food one of the biggest issues? It's like, yeah, it's, people it's just heavily. Eat. Yeah, heavily processed, and it's it's uh, the cheap food. Like you know, we talked before about like the McDonald's, the Burger Kings, the Wendy's. I'm sure we've infected uh, your country with all these things too. But all that cheap food, you know, yeah, we've got is easy to get. It's like six bucks. It's around the corner if you want to go eat healthy. You have to buy it and cook it, and nobody, you know, it's anyway. It's just uh, we we know what we need to do. We just don't do it. And it's like quite frankly, like now I'm like kind of getting hungry. I'm like I wouldn't mind going to get something from the pub <laughs> so i'm gonna do it that's you know it's not- that's the case man everyone knows what they have to do like yeah <laughs> you know what you have yeah. to do but that's not the problem and that's not yeah, it's not for lack of knowledge people yeah. look for when they ask for help 
Like they know they are probably going to have to do some form of exercise and they know they're probably going to have to do some form of eating less. Um, yeah. They don't necessarily have to be at the same time, but like it's, uh, it's a psychological thing and it's yeah. a lifestyle change rather than a quick fix. Yeah. And it's, it's never for lack of knowledge and it goes for the fitness. It goes for what we're doing now. Like there's some days where um, I'm like, okay, what do we need to do next? Like I'm so scattered. And then I'll listen to some of the people that we listen to uh, and they're telling me things that I already know that I'm supposed to do, but it's just reinforcing and reinforcing. So it's like a, yeah. it's like a cycle, like all the knowledge I need to ha- probably be uh, pretty successful and live a good life is all in here. I just need to keep, probably already got it, here. yeah. Yeah, I just need yeah. to keep hearing it from other people, you know. <laughs> and it's transitioning as much as possible into habits so you don't have to think about them and therefore yeah. use willpower, um, use it up. So it's it's hard. It's hard. Um, and I think also being able to manage emotion and feeling is pretty critical in the sense that the, in the moment – impulse and feeling can make you be like oh i just don't want to stretch tonight like you're about to go to bed and you know you should do the stretches you don't feel like it but you have to be like it doesn't i don't give a fuck what i feel right now like it doesn't matter as in like myself in the morning will have wished i did the stretching so do the stretching um but it's it's, right it's hard there's some tough moments it's funny too what i think is going to take a while like there's certain things i need to do like i'm thinking about what i have to accomplish before monday and in my mind they're always longer they always take longer than they're going yeah. to like i uh, like oh i have to like i said i have to go finish a, a video sales letter it'll probably take me 45 minutes to do what i need to do but i'm thinking like oh i don't even want to start you know it's just it's just human nature like, like you said with the stretching the stretching probably takes i don't know three minutes maybe five and you're not even going to think about that time but before you do it you're like oh this is too much <laughs> it's honestly it's it's it can get frustrating it can get frustrating because you know there's like the there's two of you there's the there's the one inside that like wants all these things like long term etc and there's you in the moment that is easy to um manipulate with feelings yeah yeah that's that's the key to market it's the key to marketing. It works on all of us. I, I think like, you know, I, I think especially some of us that do marketing or like work in the, in the industry, like I'm, I'm susceptible to everything. Like I'll scrolling through Facebook. I'm like, Oh, I need that. Or like I'll push, you know, Amazon's <laughs> got that one click buy thing. So it's all impulse. Like I have zero control over shit like that. So I don't know, but yeah, look, it's, I've been struggling with this shit for, I don't know, however long I can remember being conscious, you know, probably since I was two or three years old, my first memories, it's never going to end. So like you said, it's just a matter of building the habits, recognizing that I'm doing it, you know, recognize you're doing it, then build a habit to get yourself out of it. You're not going to win against the human impulse to do dumb shit or do things that you know are not (laughs) good for you, but you can build up habits and you can like try to work through that. I don't, what's your, um, I remind me of your plans again. So you're in Mexico in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll be in Mexico November 3rd. I'm already scouting out locations where I can find a room that's got all these things that I don't use <laughs> in it, all these fancy things. Uh, and in Mexico for most of the winter, um, probably back to the States in February or March. That's, where that's in undecided. Mexico? Uh, Playa del Carmen. So I was there once before for five months. Um, great spot. Um, a lot of 
lot of Canadians there go there to escape their winter. Uh, Mexico has a six month visa, so that's what like yeah. kind of is the big draw. It, it makes a big difference. Um, is it? And, and that's that's an interesting thing too that I've been kicking around in my mind. Like, do I want to go back to the same place that I was because like the whole nomad thing? Are we supposed to be trying new things? And quite honestly, as soon as we booked Playa del Carmen, it was a huge relief. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm staying. We're staying in a new apartment a few blocks from where we were before. Um, yeah. I know where the stores are. I know where the the co- coffee shops. I know where like to get my bottled water. Like all these little things that sound like silly, but it's like a huge relief. Like we could just show up yeah. now, and when within ten minutes we'll be down at one of our favorite restaurants. So like you know you get that rush and that energy and excitement from going to a new place and walking yeah. around and exploring. It's also like kind of like oh this is nice we're gonna go back to where we know people. So the, I like both you know I like yeah. the 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 exciting exploration part, but I also like the familiarity of kind of going back to the same spot. So you know it'll be fun. Okay, I have a friend in California that keeps mentioning Mexico, and yes. I keep looking at it so if you're going to be there over the winter uh, i mean flights <laughs> it's warm it's warm and it's not raining <laughs> start looking at flights it's warm now. And it's not raining yeah, yeah, I, am. yeah. I literally got another tab open yeah. here um five yeah. it's gonna be like five to seven hundred pound which to fly it's, across the world if you think about it's it it's like too bad. yeah it's like when we come to the europe it's like it's like you coming back this way, uh, like you you know you're you're super close to Spain, uh, like reference us anyway. Yeah, uh, Mexico is like only like a two hour flight from where I'm at now. It's not far. Um, yeah, but, but uh, man, I tell oh, you, man. just the, the the visa, being able to be there for six months, uh, the pricing is 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 okay. The the services are great. There's a nice gym that we that we were at before. You know, it's just got everything you need. Like and, and it's all walkable. It's all in this little zone. Like we uh, we only yeah. got a taxi. I think we got a taxi on a couple longer trips, but for basically six months, just walk over here to this store, walk over here to co-working, the gym's right over there. You know what I mean? It's like it's all in one little neighborhood. Yeah. So it's nice. Awesome. Keep me keep me posted. Um and I'll keep looking yeah. at flights. Yeah, yeah that's um, great. That's cool. A, <laughs> I don't know what we want now to do. Now we gotta end the episode. <laughs> now we gotta ah, now we gotta <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks for listening. That was the most random show we've done. Yeah. Um, so if you loved it, great. If you didn't see you later. Yeah. Sounds good. Everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Let me see if I can stop this thing here. Oh God, that's awesome.